expressing the truth about the church in this world we live in. Welcome to Real Talk Ministry Podcast. This podcast talks about the issues we're facing with the church today and the challenges of balancing our life with Christ in this world we live in. Let's get ready to hear some real talk with our host, Miss Nisi. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is Miss Nisi, and thank you for listening to my Real Talk ministry for October. I always try to at least have two uh, podcasts that I want to share each month. And this is the one that's just kind of the words of encouragement, um, my thoughts and feelings. And the second one is usually when I just pull out the Bible and I say, whatever the Lord leaves on my heart to say. First, I want to say 2021 Real Talk Ministry events are still taking place. It is October. Uh, you could go to my website, realtalkministry.com, and you'll be able to see the videos for this month. I believe it will be a blessing. If you have missed any of the events, you are truly missing out. So you want to go to my website, listen to the dynamic testimonies, songs, and definitely the preach word or the word spoken. It will definitely bless your life. Now, to the podcast this month for words of encouragement is be encouraged. We all thought, or most of us thought, the vaccine was going to heal the land, (laughs) so to speak. We just thought the vaccine was going to come and it was just going to handle everything and we was going to go back to normal. And that's not the case. Not only... I'm not saying that it's not handling anything and I, I'm not for or against vaccine or none of that stuff that people have issues with. It's not a political statement, <laughs> what I'm saying. But what I am saying is we have to learn how to continue to put our trust in God in all things first. That's number one. But we have went through a lot on this land. Some of us has been tremendously blessed to have lost, whether it was lost to family, friends, and still is able to mentally continue to live life. Being shut down, for some of us being shut out, and still trying to not just rely on God to help us, but to have the strength and the faith to move forward. Some of us was thriving with the shutdown, but now that thriving is not there. It's almost like when things started to pick up to try to get back to normal, things started slipping. And it was like, okay, but I wasn't slipping through the process. I was up and running. So many things are happening and changing and challenging us daily. I can't pinpoint it all. But to know that you are here, you're alive and you survived and you still have breath in your body, that is enough to give God thanks. You know, in all we do, we wanna give God thanks. But he knows our mindset, he knows our heart, he knows our challenges. 
And he doesn't dismiss them. And he doesn't want us to dismiss them either. He doesn't want us to go day by day, day by day, feeling like because we have faith in him and we love him, that when we have breakdowns and mental challenges and our feelings are hurt, that we shouldn't acknowledge them. We shouldn't um, ignore them as well. We need to handle it and attack it with the word of God. If not with the word of God, with a therapist. If not with a therapist, a good religious friend that you know you can talk to. If it's not a good religious friend, it's just a co-worker on the job you trust. I am a firm believer that there is somebody in this world that the Lord can send if it's, if talking to him is just not a, enough. Don't feel bad if you feel that way. And I'm saying all this because we're humans in the fleshly body. And sometimes we feel that we have to be so spiritual that we have to do certain things to be delivered. And some of those certain things doesn't always have to come with the laying on the hands or feeling like you have to sit and wait in the corner for the Lord to touch your life. He's already done touched your lives through others that you have around you daily. He will send you someone where you can verbally release what it is that is on the inside of you. Uh, uh, I feel oftentimes that what is inside of us just need to be released. That's why we praise. We praise when we hear good music, when we think of his goodness. That is a release. That's why we worship. Because there is something that is in us that needs to come out. And I feel the same way by mental... It's not mental challenges, but just being able to align yourself and and balance out your life. Sometimes it just has to be spoken. But sometimes it's too hard to speak when there is a lack of trust. That lack of trust doesn't have to be because you actually don't trust that person. Because, of course, you wouldn't go to someone you really, really don't trust. It's because there has been such an array of distrust in your life that you feel it is not worth it opening up to anybody. Uh, I know people always say you can go to a therapist and all this stuff. Those people cost money. <laughs> so that may not necessarily be because you just don't want to. It's just not be the time or financial position to release to someone in a safe space in that manner but whatever you do go through God and allow him to help you to get through it I know this may sound like how is this encouraging like you know there's no scriptures and you know I'm not saying that you're gonna get all this money and all this is coming your way I just feel like the Lord is laying on my heart for this moment to just tell you to balance out your life mentally. Don't let um, the thoughts of losing loved ones or friends or just the thought of death overwhelm you. Don't let fear of catching the disease, getting sick and dying overwhelm you. 
one thing Satan loves to do, and that is entertain your thoughts. You could be in a safe place and nothing is going on and nothing is wrong. And the next thing you know, you start getting scared about what if I get this disease or this new disease that come up. I am vaccinated, so why is people still getting sick and dying? It's got to get control of your feelings and emotions. And the first step in doing that is by getting your thoughts together in your head. For me, we know God said he does not give us the spirit of fear. I am scared. (laughs) I was scared of my children getting it. I know the Lord said that he would not give us the spirit of fear. But that doesn't mean it doesn't come up and come across in our lives. Um, The first time I experienced a family friend losing their life to COVID, I knew it was serious. I knew I took precautions. But it shook me. Like, it threw me off. And then when you hear so many others, and then... Aside from the disease itself, the way the political office was being run and still being ran and how people are treating each other with the division and of racism and just the regular normal killers and burglars out here, it is so much that can be compacted into your thoughts that your thoughts can get away from you and your anxiety can cause even the word of God not to be able to settle in your spirit enough to control your emotions. Then you start running ahead of yourself. Once your emotions start getting out of control, you are out of control because you're no longer thinking with the consciousness or with the word of God or whatever leading he gives you and provide for you. You are literally thinking out of your flesh. And that can be dangerous. So I believe the word of God shared today, the word of encouragement shared today is because we are almost through with this year and it's a blessing to even have got this far. And I'm not just talking diseases. I'm just talking period because Satan does not let up. He don't care that you're tired. When you're tired, that's when he attack you the hardest. He don't care how close you are to the finish line because you can't see it. You don't know how close you are. You can determine how close you are by the the trials you're going through, but you don't know. Uh, He doesn't care. He doesn't hold back. And whatever he can do to overcome you, overwhelm you, he will do it. He... He is a destroyer. He is out to steal, kill, and destroy. And and it doesn't matter what it is. But one thing for sure that he knows he can get the best of us on is when he starts attacking our thoughts. He attacks our minds. That is where it starts. Because if we can start talking ourselves out of the goodness of Christ and who he is, and start playing into the fears and the uh, negative aspects of things that have happened and is still happening, he could take that and use that against you to devour you. And God don't want that. 
You don't have to be devoured. And I know spiritual people, Christians, it is painful to hear people say, well, just read the word, just fast, and just pray. It works, but that doesn't mean that if you fast today, that once you get off your fast, all that is going to go away. For some people, it may just be instant. But you know why? Because it starts with your thoughts of faith of belief. But for some, the attack is so great, it may not just come within the next 24 hours after you done read your scripture and pray. But it will fully come. I know, for an example, I was riding home from work today and I saw an accident and I didn't see it happen. I just saw that the car was messed up. They had fire trucks and roads blocked off. And I was like, I'm not even going to look over there. I'm just going to pray. I'm just going to pray. I don't want to know what happened. I don't want to feel anything like if anybody died or anything. I don't want to start thinking that. But that that accident, not even seeing it in its, in its entirety, um, being on the side, my anxiety rose because it was like, oh my God, somebody's going to get a phone call that they've been in an accident. They was probably somewhere. They was probably headed somewhere. Nobody wants to get a phone call that, you know, someone's in an accident, someone's hurt. And I start panicking and the anxiety of what could possibly happen for that family, family, family member receiving word of what happened today. I, I took on probably some anxiety that they wouldn't even have. <laughs> Just the fear of knowing that someone could be sad. Because for me, the world is sad. Everything is sad. Uh, even if it's racism, it's sad. It's sad that it's still happening. It's sad that people are still divisive and still uh, dismissal t- dismissed towards it. Like they don't really care to really understand to put a stop to it. Uh, uh, the leadership of the world, you know, the things that are being governed and controlled by all these individual state, individual states, it's just enough to make you sad. And I had to start praying for myself because while I was trying to pray for them, it didn't turn into a prayer of covering and help and heal and don't let nothing bad happen to them. It ended up being, oh, you're sad again. There's another situation that can make you sad. That's another possible death. That's another possible somebody getting hurt. And it overwhelmed me to the point now it's like, okay, I'm being my own distraction with my own thoughts. And I had to take a moment and just start saying, Jesus, you're greater than this. I'm not going to be attacked. I'm not going to let... Satan come through and attack me in this manner. Here I am, have the ability to pray, and I'm Satan has slipped in all these negative thoughts, and now I'm not even praying. I'm concerned and worried. And that's how it is. That's how easy it can be. But the I said all that to say, even if what you're feeling and the anxiety and all that that comes over you, even if it doesn't go away completely, 
you still have the opportunity to say a prayer and believe in the word, read the word. And when I start praying, quoting scriptures to myself, I felt all that calmness calm down. See, a lot of us don't have the opportunity to speak to someone or like I said earlier, go to a therapist or a church person that they can go to or they pastors that they can talk to. Sometimes people are generally in a space of being alone. And for you people who are truly in a space where there is no one, because I've been there before, just know if you have to sit in your room Open your mouth and start talking to God your problems. Do that. Don't let anything worldly or spiritually overwhelm you to the point that you become imbalanced with your life. Not mentally imbalanced. I'm saying imbalanced with your life where you can't focus, you can't work, you can't um, do daily tasks without feeling overwhelmed. Uh, my job has this company and when COVID hit, they started offering free counseling sessions. And it really wasn't a session where um, you went and talked to a therapist or anything. It was really like an online chat. And basically it was used to not for the counselor to um, give you suggestions and ideas of their own. They, they did do that, but they had a lot of tools on like when you have anxiety, how to breathe and, um, ways to calm down when you're feeling upset. It ended up being a tool for me to be able to just say things that I just didn't feel comfortable saying to no one else. And it wasn't like they had to say much for me. It was just a release to be able to say, at this time when I was doing this, my father had passed. And it was a relief for me to be able to say, I miss my dad. Not in a way where people would be like, oh yeah, I know. Oh, I feel sorry for you. I understand. Uh... Not in a way where I felt like I had to be strong because the people who truly love me, they knew I, that when they say I understand and, and I'm praying for you, it wasn't for me to be like, no, I feel weak. <laughs> so that's why I don't want to tell anybody. Uh, I know there were people in my life and around my world who understood that and was able to say the things to help me get through. But it was different when it was someone I didn't know and someone that didn't know me. Because I was able to express how I miss my dad. And then after I did that, I was able to have a clear conscience because I released something. And then I was able to continue to ask God to help me. But I wasn't blind to the fact that that tool came right on time, not just for COVID, for what it was initially for, but it came right on time for what I needed for my father's passing after his passing. Um, it helped me a lot to just say, 
I miss him. This is what I miss about him. And release that without pouring that on to other people. Like my daughters are, they were going through it too. And I was like, I can't keep pulling it on them because they need to pour theirs out. What I put in them, my emotions and my feelings, what I'm pouring on them on top of what they're feeling about their papa not being here anymore. So he didn't die of COVID, but he passed and that was my relief. That is an example of Christ putting something or someone in place to help you get through. I didn't know I was going to need it, but I did. He will always prepare the way for you. So I want to encourage you to start encouraging yourself. If you start feeling like the world is getting at you and the world is beating you down and things around you are just not happy it is okay to encourage yourself it is okay to say I am a good person God has gave me a good life I am enjoying the life that he gave me despite of and it is okay to say I am not who Satan wants me to think I am I am better than that. I can accomplish things. I am an accomplished person. It's okay to go back and and look at your life's resume. You know, when you do a job, you got to put down everything that you did in the last 10 years. Uh, You put down what you did. You describe it, who you worked for, what state you were in, what year it was. Do that for your life when you're trying to encourage yourself. Just sit down think about it. You know what? I don't care what it was. I don't care how big it was, how little it was. Encourage yourself. Write down your own resume. This year, 1993, I graduated. I think I was able to graduate from high school. This year, 1994, I didn't graduate, but I got my uh, degree, my GED. And now I'm still working as a supervisor or I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I started school. I had a child. My child had a grandchild. Write down your own resume. Look back on it and say, Lord, I thank you for all these things that you have done for me, being there for me. Even, you know, some resumes, they'll tell you like, When you go in for the interview, they'll say, well, what happened to this job? And I went to a couple of interviews where I have lost my job. Like I was terminated. And you can't can't go in and badmouth the old company when you're doing the interview for a new job. So they give you, sometimes I used to go to uh, these temp agencies and they try to give you little words to say, where you, it won't make it look like you was terminated for whatever reasons without making it sound like you needed to defend and, and talk bad about the other company. What I'm saying is, put that down in the resume too. Put some of that things, some of the things down that you were like, oh, this wasn't the best of times. Because right after that, you know, the resumes build from the bottom to the top. So the 
resumes build from the past to your future. So if you just so happen to have to write down that this year wasn't the best year, guess what? The year after that is great because you done surpassed your past and you are still moving forward. You always have something in the back, but it don't have to affect your present and where you are now and where you going. And in that resume, they always have this little spot where you write at least one or two sentences about an objective, like what you want for your life goals and careers. And that is the best time to put in exactly what it is, your vision for your life. And remember that you always have something there to look forward to. I pray this podcast bless you. I pray that whatever challenges, whether it's in your mind or in your body, uh, whether it's the people around you or the material things or things that offset you, I pray that you conquer it through the name of through Christ Jesus and that you allow him to lead and guide you. I pray that you be open and honest about your feelings. And know that if there is someone you need to talk to or if you need to get some help, that you do that. I pray you don't sit and think that because we know God can deliver, that you just sit and think, I'm just going to wait for him to deliver. When there are tools and people out there who can help you. I pray that if you are lacking, that God gives you increase. I pray that whatever you feel you need for your life to survive, that he will provide it for you. My prayers are for your health and your strength. And that you accomplish all that it is that God has placed in your hands to accomplish in your life. And that he will always give you something to look for. That you will always have goals to attain. That you will forever do whatever is needed in your life for him until your dying day that you will always have a work that he will always have a work for you to do for him may god bless you may god keep you and once again visit my website realtalkministry.com and be blessed god bless I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please feel free to share and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you can receive notifications when a new episode is posted. You can also stop by Miss Nisi's website, www.realtalkministry.com. There you can purchase her books, leave a comment, and stay connected with this ministry. Until next time, God bless.